minutes to get the money podcast. I am Nate Stevenson. And as always, I am joined by Mr. Big Boofy Skirman and our wonderful producer, Mr. Tony T-Bone Guarino. We finally had a winning week here, Boof. We're, 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 get, we're turning it around. Uh, yeah, man. It's good to you know win some money for myself and win some money for the people. And from a selfish standpoint, it's fantastic to gain a little ground on Nate in the pizza box. Yeah, I was expecting, uh, you know, some some talk, some a little crap talk from you after last week. I still can take a little bit of solace in the fact that I am still winning four to two in the pizza boxes and have yet to have a losing pizza box weeks week against you. So uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna keep rolling here, man. But congrats on your congrats on your winning week. And uh, hopefully there won't be too many more of those. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be too many more of those for the money picks. So speaking of winning weeks, let's go ahead and recap last week's money picks. Yes. Yeah, so last week, we finally got back on the winning track at a nice seven and four week. Honestly, almost uh, 10 and one week, uh, if, uh, if not for a couple um, rough breaks at the end. But uh, seven, seven and four, we'll take it. And our, our losers were the Ravens Bucks on Thursday under 44 and a half. Uh, that was looking great until a late score there busted our under bet. Uh, Niners Rams under 43, similar deal. The total finished 45. Just a late score there busted our under. Arizona plus three and a half, driving down the field, down by eight, turned it over on downs at midfield late in the game there. So um, we had a shot to. We had a shot to uh, cover there. Unfortunately, Arizona did not come through. And then Vegas, we were just flat out rowing on. They end up getting crushed. But uh, word on the street was half of their team had the flu. So that would explain that no-show by them. Our wins, Philly minus 10.5, never in question. Philly, first half, team total over 13.5, never in question. That bet, by the way, is they are 7-0 this year, undefeated on over 13.5 this year uh, with the Eagles. So important note there for everybody. Titans minus two and a half. Um, little, little shady, but uh, Derrick Henry just running all over the Texans uh, brought us home there. Niners minus one. That was a nice, easy win. Washington plus three. Heineke with a late tutty to uh, get the one point Washington football team win and our nice cover and the Washington Indianapolis total under 39 and a half. Also never really much in question with this final being 17-16. And oh, almost forgot the last one. The Giants in Seattle under 44 and a half. The Jerome Boger under special. And um, a little hairy at the end, but we got it. We brought it home. So seven and four week uh, for the for the money picks. One, one, and one on the pizza box for me. Two and one on the pizza box for Boof. And uh, let's move on to week nine. Yes, sir. All right. Well, as always, uh, we give any Thursday night picks uh, out on our official social medias on Facebook and Twitter. So we'll start things off Sunday with the Indianapolis Colts at the New England Patriots. Patriots laying four and a half and your over under at 40 and a half. So knee jerk reaction. I like the Patriots, but they're the kind of team, you know, this year. I, I don't want to be laying more than a field goal with them. Uh Conversely, you know, if, if it was like, well, then why don't you take the Colts? No way do I trust the Colts with Sam Ellinger right now. Uh, the pick I like the most is under 40 and a half in this game. I know it's a low number, but I think they're both offensively challenged, and that's where I would go with it. Yeah, I agree. My lean is to the Patriots. 
but I, I, I do really like the under in this game. The Colts D is a lot healthier with Leonard Buckner and Pay being back and close to full strength. Uh, I don't think that's a good thing at all for, the New, for a New England team who's run first. Mac Jones hasn't looked good. Jonathan Taylor is banged up if he plays, which he probably will, but uh, he has missed practice this week. 40 and a half, the, the way both of these teams have looked offensively and defensively, I really like that bet. So uh, can I bring you on to my team here, Booth? And we uh, lock in and under here. Yes, I am down with that. All right. I like it. Let's lock it in and get that money pick under 40 and a half. All right. Well, up next, we have the Buffalo Bills at the New York Jets. The Jets getting 11 and a half in your over under at 46 and a half. I absolutely love the Bills minus 11 and a half. Everyone knows what an explosive offense they have. But what's also going to factor into this is the fact they also have a top five defense and the Jets can't score. Like they, they suck. Zach Wilson sucks. I continue to bang that drum that he's an awful quarterback. And the Bills have not allowed an, an offense that is ranked 20th or below. And they face three teams that fit into this category. They have not allowed an offense ranked 20th or below to eclipse 10 points yet this year. The Jets are currently ranked 21st. And then on top of that, Zach Wilson, who is going to be under pressure all day, is horrible against pressure. So bad, he's only 9 for 47 with 140 yards, one touchdown, and five interceptions while under pressure this year. The Jets are going to be behind. He's going to be in passing situations. And I just think this is just going to spell disaster. I'd be tempted to take the under, but my my scare there is the Bills offense taking care of business and Zach Wilson also scoring points for the Bills. So that's what scared me off the under. I The Bills, when they're a heavy favorite, normally take care of business. I don't see that changing here. Give me the Bills minus 11 and a half. I got to say, Nate, I, I, uh, I showed up. I was going to take the Jets, but you, you make a lot of good points there. I think I'm... Uh... Like scratching my head, I think I gotta come around to your side on this. I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills, and for all the reasons Nate said. All right, we lock it. We like it, baby. We lock it and we like it. Let's lock it in. Listen, if anybody's gonna circle the wagons, it's me. I'm circling the wagons. <laughs> yeah, circle the wagons, baby. Get a money pick. All right. Well, moving on, we have the Miami Dolphins at the Chicago Bears. The Bears getting four and a half, and your over under at forty five and a half. I guess I don't really have too much of a preference on the spread. I, w- I would take the Bears just because they're at home and they're getting points. Um, I think Fields has been playing a lot better lately. What I really like is the over of 45 and a half. I don't think either defense is all that good. Um, like, I, like I just said, the Bears offensively have been better lately. Uh, Miami offensively has been awesome all year when Tua, when Tua plays, um, which he is doing uh, this week. So my favorite pick is the over 45 and a half. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with the, with the over. I would have been more on board with the over had I uh, not heard or had I uh, had the weather report been more favorable. Unfortunately, there's supposed to be some wind in the forecast. I don't, so I don't see that being a, that's normally not a good thing in Chicago for, for the offenses. So uh, just a lean to the over for me and the four and a half with how Chicago has been scoring of late and they can get it done on the ground as well with, with the, with fields and the running backs. So I uh, don't really love either side on the spread, just like Miami to get the job done on the money line and a lean to the over. 
All right, let's lean into the next game, which is the Green Bay Packers at the Detroit Lions. Lions getting three and a half, and you're over-under at 49 and a half. I think Green Bay should get the should get the job done here, should get the cover here, but Detroit's been frisky. Green Bay's been inconsistent, and um, I could see the total going either way as well. So a lot of unsurety for, for me on this game all around. So uh, probably just put the Packers in the money line on some parlays and uh, leave it call today. Uh, I'm on the other side of this one. I like the Lions. Uh, frankly, to me, this is Packers name brand value. You have seen nothing this year that's a, that should suggest that the Packers are worthy of laying more than a field goal versus anybody in the league outside of like Houston or the Steelers. Um, if I go through the schedule here, just kind of going backwards – Packers lose to the Bills by 10, lose to the Commanders by 2, lose to the Jets by 17, lose to the Giants by 5, beat the Patriots by 3 in overtime, beat the Bucks by 2, and week 1 they beat the Bears by 17 and then lose to the or I'm sorry, week 2 that was. And then week 1 they lose to the Vikings. So what have you seen this year that would suggest that they are worthy of laying more than a field goal versus anybody, in particular on the road? Um, give me the Lions plus three and a half. Uh, I think I'm going to come to the dark side. I think I'm, I think I'm going to jump on the Lions train with you. Oh, I, I like it. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. That's, that's, that's a lot of close games for Green Bay, even if they won. And Detroit is much better at home. Goff in the Dome. And uh, Swift and Amon Ra back. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do lines uh, plus three and a half. Oh, uh, yeah. Get a money pick. Okay, up next we have the Minnesota Vikings at the Washington Commanders. Commanders getting three. And you're over under at 43 and a half. So this was three and a half. I was, I was going to take uh, the Commanders. So I would wait for a three and a half to show back up. Uh, if not, then it kind of is what it is. We've kind of missed our window. Um, I know the Vikings are six and one. They are they are as bad as any six and one team that I've ever seen. I've uh, you know I went over this last week, but their wins are not impressive. If you go back through the schedule, uh, the Commanders are at home. I know they're dealing with some Schneider stuff, but they deal with that every week for the last like twenty years. So you know that, that's really nothing new. Um, I like the Commanders getting points at home, and uh, I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I think. I think uh, Heineke is getting a little bit too much respect here. Washington is definitely better with him at quarterback, but uh, still, you know, two. I guess I guess they did they beat the how much they beat the Packers by? Do you have that handy? I know you were just looking at that. I do have that handy. They beat the Packers by two. They beat the Packers. Okay, I thought it was two. I thought it was two close wins. So you have a two point win over the Packers, a one point win over the Colts. I definitely hold Minnesota in much higher esteem than both of those teams. I don't think they're you know, a great team. I do think they're a good team. You're getting Kirk in his normal one o'clock window in a place that he is familiar with, had a lot of success, had a decent amount of success in his years in Washington, Minnesota, just more talented pretty much all the way around. I know Washington's getting Chase Young back, but still Minnesota is just a better team here. And we're only laying three. Give me the Vikings. Pizza box. Ooh, I was I was waiting. The pause was like, is he going to do it? Does he want to come at this at this train? Oh, I do. 
like oh yeah the, you have you have a pizza box match there my friend uh, beautiful pizza box okay moving on we have the carolina panthers at the cincinnati Bengals. Bengals laying seven and you ever under at 42 and a half cincy no if, if cincy had jamar chase i would be laying the seven here but since they don't just the lean for me to the Bengals laying the seven do think they get the job done at home here uh, i think Carolina, although they've been frisky, is still not that great of a team. And uh, so, yeah, just to lean to the Bengals laying the points. I like them on the money line. And uh, that's it for me. Um, I like Carolina getting over a touchdown here. Uh, Nate touched on it. You know, I I said this last week. uh, The Bengals definitely missed Jamar Chase. And, you know, I was proven to be correct. So give me the Panthers uh, getting over a touchdown. Another pick I like in this one is the over of 42.5 points. Uh, Panthers are just coming off of a 34-37 to 37 game, so they're, they are – I don't think they're necessarily better offensively. I just think they are they, – they have a more aggressive quarterback. And whether that ends up being points for the Panthers or points for the Bengals, it's still points. Uh, so I really like that. And then – if you look at the Bengals' last three games, including the Chaseless game, uh, they still ended up in a 45-point game against Cleveland, a 52-point game against the Falcons, and a 56-point game against the Saints. So their last three have, have gone over this number as well. Uh, I like over 42 and a half. All right, fair enough. I can I can definitely uh, I can definitely see that, but not enough for me to join you. But uh, I like it, Boof. Would you pizza box the over? No, I just said I liked the over with you. I just didn't want to lock it in. <laughs> uh, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. I heard that wrong. All right. You got the, you got the, you got the pizza box uh, trigger happy over there. Uh, you know it. Yeah, you know, one good week and just think that it's going to Feeling it, man. You got to ride the hot wave here. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You, you want to lay the points on the pizza box? I, no. <laughs> Do <All right>. not. <laughs> I appreciate the enthusiasm, though. All right, well, let's see if that continues with the Los Angeles Chargers at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons getting three. You're over-under at 49 and a half. Uh, I would take the Falcons plus three here. Pizza uh, box. Pizza box. Pizza box. Pizza box. Pizza box. Chargers have been terrible against the run. Uh, that's all that the Falcons want to do. Frankly, to me, the Chargers are another team riding a, a name brand. Uh you know, wave right here as far as the betting odds are concerned. A uh, ton of injuries for the Chargers, and I don't think they should be flying to the East Coast and laying a field goal against anybody. So give me the Falcons. Can you tell I was mildly enthusiastic about the pizza box? <laughs> I'm down. Let's do it. I am. I will pizza boxes. Yes, I, I definitely want a pizza box this game. I, I Chargers still dealing with injuries at wide receiver. Uh, unfortunately, Mike Williams not going to play. Probably no Keenan Allen, but even so, I still think the likes of Josh Palmer and Carter are good enough to get the job done at wide receiver. Uh, and then you obviously you have Austin Eckler and Everett at tight end as other weapons that Herbert can use. And I just think the Chargers here are still the better team, e- even if they are maybe a little overrated in dealing with injuries. I still think they get the job done here. Even even if it's a slightly different way, Falcons are not 
a great run defense. Chargers are better against the run than they were last year, which is a lot of, which is how the Falcons get a lot of their yards. So I still like the Chargers laying the three. And um, I'm going to enjoy my pizza box victory. Okay, the last of the 1 o'clock games is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars getting 1.5, and, and you're over-under at 47.5. All right, so the Raiders have been a Jekyll and Hyde team, so I, I don't really feel comfortable taking them as a side. Uh, Jaguars have been one of those teams that are they're like, they're, I feel like they're like a year away. Like, uh, Peterson came into such a freaking dumpster fire. And they've massively improved this year. They've been in every game. They haven't lost. They, they have not lost a game by more than one possession. So I don't feel comfortable taking them with the points, but I do feel comfortable putting them in a teaser. But uh, we know how I've been with teasers this year. So, Boof, uh, what, do you say, what do you say? What do you think? Yeah, these these are two teams I've been riding, and they've been kind of killing me, to be honest with you. Um, I I see the teaser angle with Jacksonville as well. You know, maybe you take them with the Saints or something. But I definitely can see a world where, you know, the Raiders beat the Jags by more than seven and a half. I mean, I can see all the outcomes. I can see the Jags in a close one, Jags in a beatdown, Raiders in a close one, Raiders in a beatdown. And if if you run into something like that, you need to pass the game. So I pass. All right, fair enough. Okay, let's kick off the 4 o'clock hour with the Seattle Seahawks at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals laying two, and you're over-under at 49.5. So this is like the opposite of name-brand value. You kind of came into the year thinking Seattle stinks, and every week you're like, I I guess I should take Seattle, but you don't feel good about it. You know what I mean? You mean your first-place Seattle Seahawks? Yeah, the first-place Seattle Seahawks here – um, I'm going to take the Hawks with the points. I think they're the better team. Uh, obviously, this is basically a pick kind of spread. I just see Arizona somehow, some way, is going to make some mistakes along the way because that's what they do. And uh, Seattle is going to you know, get the win and obviously cover. Um, I also like the over in this game. I don't think either defense is very good. Uh, Seattle offensively has been great this year, and Arizona has been a lot better since DeAndre Hopkins came back. And in the last two weeks with DeAndre Hopkins in the lineup, uh, the Cardinals have played in a game that had 60 points and 76 points. So I think we can cover 49 and a half here. Give me the over. I'm with you on Seattle. I'm not with you on the over. Uh, three weeks ago, Seattle won 19 to 9 against these same Cardinals. I know they did not have DeAndre Hopkins, but they did have uh they did have brown i can't what's what's dude's first name i'm having a that's a a sorry comparison right there hold on i'm not saying the same but uh you you did i mean you still had your quote unquote at at the time your number one receiver and the guy that kyler murray loves i would think now i'm not breaking news here when i say kyler murray loves john Deere hopkins more but i still think that's somewhat of a comparison in terms of uh, how the structure of the offense is going, at least. So, yes, DeAndre Hopkins definitely better. But we're talking about the last time they played, 28 points being scored, and now we have to almost double that to, to cover. No, I think I I like Seattle. I don't like don't like the total. I like to see it first before lots of times before I get on board. 
And uh, so I'm not with you on that, but uh, Seattle plus two. Do you want to do you want to lock in Seattle plus two, Boo? Or you want to try to see if we can get a a three later in the week here? Let's wait. Let's see if we can't get a three. All right. We will t- t- TBA potential money pick on Twitter later this week. All right. Well, there's only two four o'clocks on Sunday, so the last of those two are the Los Angeles Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks lane three, and you're over under at forty two and a half. You know what, Boof? I was I saw this game and like I'm I'm putting in my parlays or at least some parlays, getting ready for parlays for the people, all that fun stuff. And like I, I didn't want to touch this game. And then you know you start you, you start diving in, you start doing your research, and it's like, well, the Bucks are the healthier team. They're getting healthier. They're healthier on the O line. Receivers are getting more healthier. Getting healthier on defense. Um. They're better, technically speaking, in all three phases, offense, defense, special teams. Flip it to the Rams. The Rams, since they got lost to Vaughn Miller, have no pass rush because people can just double-team Aaron Donald. Cup is banged up with an ankle injury, looking like he's going to play, but your number one weapon offensively, not at 100%. And then Stafford is currently one of the worst starting quarterbacks uh, per offensive DVOA in the league. Pretty much every other quarterback who has had a rating at or at near where he is at or worse has been benched. Pretty much every quarterback in in, in the same area code as Matt Stafford right now. So the Bucks, I just think they're the better team. The Rams, they've lost people. They're injured. Their offensive line has been crappy. They're suffering the Super Bowl hangover here, and. Bucks really need this win. I mean, I know they both do, but I just see the Bucks getting the job getting the job done at home here. They're a much better home team. Rams have to travel. Give me the Bucks minus three. All right. So when this first came out, uh, my first instinct was this is poop plus poop equals poop, and I don't want any of this poop. But the spread has gone to three now, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take the Buck. Or I'm sorry, I'm going to take the Rams. What? Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know where you. I don't know where you get off on this. You know, the Bucks are the better team. I would love to know what what makes you think that. Pizza box. We will be. Trust me. Uh, obviously, last three games: Buccaneers lose at home to the Ravens, lose twenty-one to three against the Panthers, lose twenty to eighteen to the Steelers. Okay, what what about the Bucks makes you think they are good at any aspect of football? They suck running the ball. They suck passing the ball. They suck defending the run. They suck defending the pass. I guess they're okay at kicking field goals, so maybe they're good at that. <laughs> All right, the Rams. Yeah, they're in a tough stretch. Look at the Rams' schedule. They're losing to the 49ers. Oh, they beat the Panthers like they're supposed to. Lose to the Cowboys. Lose to the 49ers. They beat the Cardinals, and they beat the Falcons. So their losses are against teams that are actually good at football which the Buccaneers are not. So I expect the Rams to win the game, and you're giving me a field goal. Give me the Rams, and yes, I will pizza box that. Yum, yum, yum. All right, takes us to the Sunday night game, which is the Tennessee Titans at the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs lane 12, and you're over under at 46 and a half. Uh, This is definitely one I want to know what's going on at quarterback. Unfortunately, the line is going to move as that news comes. 
But if you could give me Tannehill and still over 10 points, I would take the Titans. Uh, if not, uh, then I would lay it with the Chiefs. But I would it would have to be kind of where it is right now. I, w- I wouldn't lay more than 12 and a half. So that's how I would play it, but I'm definitely going to wait. Now, I agree with you. If Willis plays, this is this is Chiefs all day laying the points. I mean, I got to say it at least once an episode. Chiefs! I, I think they get it. I think they get it done regardless of who's a who's quarterback. I, the, the Titans are just not that good on offense this year with the losses, with the loss of AJ Brown and receiver, and then their injuries this year at receiver. Uh, you have Robert Woods as your number one. Traylon Burks, he, he's still not playing, I believe. That hurts. He was their number two, the uh, rookie out of Arkansas. So that hurts Tennessee offensively. Um, and honestly, outside of their first drives, they've been, they've, they've not been very good. And then, so that's, that's my chiefs angle. Uh, I, I, if Willis does play definitely chiefs, if Tannehill plays, wait for the line to drop a little bit and then lay it with the chiefs again. So that's the spread part of it. The total is what I really am interested in this game. Boo. So this is what I'm excited to, to lay some stuff on you here. I want to go. With the rare Chiefs under. Under 46 and a half. Chiefs home unders since hiring Andy Reid when they are favored. 43, 25, and 1 against the spread. Covering 64% of the time by an average of 4 points per game. When favored by 7 plus points at home. 24, 10, and 1. Covering 70% of the time by an average of 7, seven points a game. And when favored by double digits. 14 and 5 against the spread, 70% coverage rate, going under by eight points a game. The Titans have not been good on offense, as I said. They're horrible at wide receiver this year. Casey is better against the run because we all know that they're just going to have to try to run Derrick Henry into the wall the entire game. The Chiefs are going to get a lead, stack the line, and dare the Titans to beat them through the air. Give me under 46 and a half for my. Chips. All right, Nate. I'm. Uh, I can get on board with that. Well, I love it. Do we? Do we have any info on where our uh, our superstar referee is refing this week? Ah, uh, Mister. Uh, yeah, the two. Actually, Tolbert is more even more of an under ref than than Boger. Talking to uh, my my referee aficionado, Mike Mike from West Virginia. That's right. <laughs> um. So I, I, I don't have any info on that at the moment, but uh, if, we find, if we see something good, we can definitely tweet that out. But, uh, yes, that, uh, need to get some more info on our referee situation. Yeah, it hit last week, man. Just, just checking. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. But uh, if I didn't say it already, under 46 and a half, money pick. Get that money. All right, that leaves us with the Monday night game, which is the Baltimore Ravens at the New Orleans Saints. Saints getting two and a half, and you're over under at 48 and a half. I like the Ravens here. I think they're the better team all the way around, especially offensively. Saints uh, still having injuries on defense. Baltimore getting better defensively uh, with the acquisition of Roquan Smith. And um, the the Saints, I know they're at home. They're a better team at home. But I just, I'm going to trust Lamar Jackson on the turf where his, his speed should play. And uh, lay it, lay the two and a half with the Ravens. So my initial thoughts were, I think the Saints would be a good teaser leg. 
And then you like dive into it, and it's like, eh, not really. I can still see the Ravens beating them by more than that. But I can also see the Saints just winning the game straight up. So I'm going to pass on the uh, on the spread. And then over under, you got to go through it. And the Ravens, for the most part, have been playing in the games that go under that number. And the Saints are playing in games that go over that number. So it's a pass. All right. Well, that's it for week nine. So, Nate, hope you were taking notes the whole time um, because we have a lot of live recap to do. But let's go ahead and recap those money picks. Yeah, Tone, uh, we have four and potentially five money picks this week with the uh, lighter slate of games with all the buys. We have the Indy New England under 40 and a half, Buffalo minus 11 and a half, Lions plus three and a half, Tennessee KC under 46 and a half. Um, also, as I mentioned before, uh, so I was just four picks for, for the show here so far, and then we already had the two locked in for Thursday night. Uh, Eagles minus 13 and Eagles first half team total over 14. So six, uh, six official money picks for this week. And as I said, we are going to keep a lookout for Seattle hitting three. And if that does, we will tweet that out and we will uh, add that as a money pick as well. Pizza box. We have two this week. Me and Booth are head to head on Washington and Minnesota, Washington getting three Minnesota laying three and the Rams getting three and the bucks laying three points and with that it's my favorite time of the week it's time for some parlays for the people Yes, ah, yes. We're hopefully the parlays for the peoples uh, can get out of the dumpster fire. It's been these first eight weeks of the season, and um, get some get some money for the people. So we're gonna start it out with this week's lottery ticket. We're we are selling points on Thursday night, and just so you know, these picks are already posted on the Twitter. So I know we're uh, recording before the Thursday night game. And it won't come out until after the Thursday night game. So, as always, um, check the picks on Twitter. Philly, minus 20.5. Indy, New England, under 40.5. Bills, minus 13.5, selling a couple points. Miami, money line. Green Bay, money line. Minnesota, money line. Cincy, money line. And under 51.5. Chargers, money line. Jacksonville, plus 8.5. Seattle, plus 8.5. Tampa Bay, money line. Chiefs. We're going to do it. I, I generally stay away from them, but we're, we're going to tempt fate here. Chiefs halftime, full-time, and under 56.5. And the Baltimore money line, which comes out to 15 legs for plus 89,651 on your odds. A $10 bet will win you $8,965.13. And a $100 bet will win you $89,651-ish. And... The mid-tier, you can, again, you can find all these picks on, online. We're going to skip the mid-tier here. Got out of jail free this week. Hopefully, we can finally get out of jail because as Boofy keeps reminding me every week, I have been in jail so far this season, the entire season. So, You're too uh, ambitious with the get out of jail. 
I, I have been too ambitious. You know, we're trying to we're trying to you know trying to pare it down a little bit here, so we can actually get out of jail. Start making that bail here. Philly halftime, full time. I do not see how they they are losing at any point in this game. Having said that, Texans will probably go out and probably score ten points in the first quarter. But anyway, Philly halftime, full time. I think they I think they absolutely clay tonight. Indy, New England, under 51.5, buying some points up. Bills, minus 6.5. Don't see how they do not win, at least win by a touchdown. Minnesota, plus 4.5. Washington, if they do win, uh, they, they it's going to be close. So we'll take we'll take the point, get some buy some points at Minnesota up to 4.5. Cincy money line, like them to get the job done at home against an inferior Panthers team. Chargers, same deal. If they lose, I don't see it being uh, by much more than a field goal. So Chargers, although I like them to win, buying some points to be safe, plus four and a half. Seattle, plus 11 and a half. Cardinals are not good enough to blow anyone out right now, and Seattle beat them by 10 at home. And then the Chiefs' money line. Eight legs, plus 663. A $100 bet will win you $663.90. Dude, let's get out of jail this week. Yes, sir. I, I You know, Nate, I actually bought... Uh, five Powerball tickets, you know, trying to make a billion dollars. And sadly, that did not hit this week. But if the lotto parlay could hit instead, uh, I would still take it for sure. So looking forward to seeing how that plays out for us. I like that you focused down to get out of jail free this week. And uh, a lot of good things to be excited about. Looking forward to kicking your butt in the pizza box again. <laughs> but most importantly, everybody, best of luck to you. And let's get that money. Oh, uh, yeah. Get them up! Get! Bye-bye.